Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Now, for once, for once, I'd like to be serious. I, I'd like for once to be totally serious. I mean, totally serious. Hey, after after the, after, the, after the recent events in our nation's capital, after, after everything we've witnessed, after everything we've witnessed, the, 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 the consequences, the real world consequences of, of lies, disinformation, reckless propaganda, <sighs> reckless propaganda, after, after, after this, 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 this tragic, Denouement, this 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 culmination of, of years of bloviated myth-making and, and dissimulation. I, I can't, Timmy, myself, I, I, I can't in full conscience deliver my usual menu of 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 flip insolence and, and, and irreverent commentary. In, in in this climate, I, I simply cannot do that. I can't. I can't and, 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 and I won't. Instead, instead I'd like to offer something, well, instead I'd like to offer something by way of a mea culpa. As, as, as hard as it may be for me, I'd like to make a, a confession of sorts. I, I'd like to come clean. I, 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 I'd like to speak to you with, 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 with both humility and, and, and with contrition. I, I'd like to ask for your forgiveness. You see, oh God, this is so tough. Um, you see, for the past several years, I guess ever since the inception of the podcast, the, the podcast Timmy Black presents in the lives of contemporary artists, I have knowingly, mis mischievously, some might say even malevolently, I, I have been promoting, spreading, encouraging, misleading, or perhaps even deceptive information, I, I, outright fictions, you might say, regarding some of today's most important cultural luminaries. And this has been irresponsible, and I'm not proud of this. I'm not proud of this at all. But in my worship of mammon, in my, in my weak, ego-driven striving for, for fame, for respect, for celebrity, I have aided and abetted and enabled certain ethically unmoored artists in, in their pursuit of, of success and, and renown. And now, at the risk of, of my own personal professional ruin, I will begin this podcast episode by exposing one of the chief architects of this kind of reputational inflation, this kind of biographical fabrication, by exposing one of today's most powerful artists. I may very well consign myself to a 
to a to a podcast purgatory, but my conscience calls me and I might lose listeners or worse, I might lose sponsors, but I truly believe that it is never too late to find one's moral compass and, and to exhibit the kind of journalistic integrity that frankly my position demands. Okay, exhibit A of what I will call Timmy's turpitude. As many of, as many of my listeners know, <clears throat> I have been over the past several years, a big, huge promoter of the French conceptual artist, Currado Malaspina. Now, in that department, I, I actually have no regrets. Malaspina is, remains, at least in my reckoning, one of today's most important artists. And one of his most famous works, the uh, Baba Kama Sutra, remains, at least for me, one of the most interesting, most, most, most beautiful, most transgressive, and yet at the same time most reassuring and life-affirming works of art of the 21st century. And, 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 and honestly, if you're not familiar with this piece, I urge you to look it up. Uh, the Baba Kama Sutra, you can look it up on the internet, on YouTube, on Malaspina's website. You could, you could find it, so I don't want to, I've promoted him enough. So all that said, and in spite of Malaspina's undeniable, enormous talent, he, Malaspina, has been creating an independent body of work, paintings, gorgeous paintings, under an assumed name, a different name. Now, this is not your garden variety alias, uh, this, 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 this benign avatar or nom de plume affair. No, 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 no. This has been outright deception, a scandalous attempt at artistic double dealing, pretending on one hand to be this enfant terrible of the Eurozone, this, this bête noire of Schengen, this bad boy of Western Europe, while all along he's been producing these delicately crafted, finely crafted, luminous oil paintings targeting specifically the North American art market. And he's been using an assumed name, David Schaffman. Now, I've known this all along, and yet I, I have been conspiring with Currado to perpetuate this, this ruse in order to inflate, well, my reputation as being someone who is intimate with genius. But listen, it has to be known. David Schaffman does not exist. He is not a contemporary American artist. He is a made-up fictional character. His, his hundred-paneled, Polyptic, the, the body is his book, was actually painted in a warehouse in Saint-Denis, in uh, a French suburb just north northeast of Paris, by an army of artist assistants, all hired and directed by Currado himself. I'm ashamed to say I've known this all along, and, and if you examine my podcast archive, which I, of course, urge you to do, you will find several, many, 
episodes devoted to Schaffman. I've praised his techniques. I've, I've, I've extolled the virtue of his, of his work ethic. I've shared juicy bits of biographical gossip, knowing full well that Schaffman was a figment of Malaspina's, Malaspina's diabolical imagination. David Schaffman never existed. Now, the market for Schaffman's work has always been robust. Malaspina was constantly singing his praises, advertising his exhibitions, writing ecstatic reviews of his work in, in prestigious publications all over the world. And, and, and me, after promoting Schaffman on my podcast, the value of his work in the U.S. skyrocketed. I mean, he became a huge L.A. phenomenon. And Malaspina, laughing in his sleeve, mocked the credulity of American critics, curators, collectors, and deposited his ill-gotten gains in anonymous accounts in Luxembourg, in the Cayman Islands, God knows where. It was all made up. And me, I, I rode those slimy coattails and, and became Los Angeles's premier art podcaster, so there you are. I am publicly apologizing, and I can only hope for both your forgiveness and if you can find it in your hearts and the time for your continued listenership. I am sorry. I'm very sorry, but let me, let me right here and now make a pledge, a promise from this day forth. I will give you my word that every podcast, every episode from now on will contain nothing but facts, nothing but facts, no matter how boring they turn out to be. I will describe only real artists and real people. And if it all turns out to be dull and tedious, if it ends up being repetitious and uninspired, well, I suppose you can only blame the dreary, tiresome lives of contemporary artists.